Hello, and welcome to our financial services podcast series, Don't Break the Bank, Run It and Change It. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and together with my co-host, Brian Hayes, we've both worked for over 30 years in banking and banking IT. This is a podcast for curious minds in the financial services industry. The purpose of our podcast is to explore some topics and questions which we didn't even know were questions when we were working on the other side. Good morning. Today I'm uh, excited to say that uh, we have Violetta Turell on the podcast with Matthew and I. Uh, Violetta is from ACTA. Uh, we recently shared a round industry roundtable uh, with Violetta and she gave some really, really interesting insights into the way that AXA were were dealing with the, with the recent events and and in particular uh, the people centricity elements around that which Matthew and I both found um, compelling in terms of listening to how AXA were dealing with that but also it resonated in in other conversations that we're having with a whole host of other different organizations across the financial services industry and how they're moving from a uh, an employer-led uh, culture to an employee-led culture. So, um, so I'm very pleased to uh, welcome Violetta to the call. Uh, Violetta, welcome. Uh, would you mind starting by introducing yourself and AXA and giving some some background to you? Thank you. Thank you very much, and thanks a lot for this invitation, which I think is great. And I'm very pleased to share some of our experience at AXA during the COVID. I work in AXA for ten years. And uh, currently, I'm in charge with large transformation programs within uh, international and new markets. And I'm strategic development officer for European countries within my division. And uh, we have also a big rebuilding of the business or improving uh, by having large transformational programs uh, at the level of the entities or at the level of lines of business, which are part of my scope. Uh, before that, I was um, in charge, I was CEO several times within AXA in Romania and Portugal. And I also was in charge with global uh, life insurance uh, at the headquarters, responsible for the protection business and transformation in the life insurance globally for AXA. Violetta, can you give me some indication or give us some, and Alyssa some indication of how AXA responded to you know, to COVID and the events when they first materialised. And, and you mentioned the Holy Trinity, which is the business and the stakeholders, the customers and, and the employees. So perhaps you could reflect on how, how each of those communities was impacted okay. with COVID. Okay. First of all, when the COVID started, the first measures which have been taken by, by AXA at the global level was to secure that the health of the employees and of the distributors is the first priority and to make sure that uh, we don't take any risk for the employees as employees are the key asset for us and i think it's also the human part we have to take care of them and their families as well so we started uh, in a gradual mode but still very quickly based on the uh, increase of the infections in different countries because you know AXA is a global group uh, with a presence on all the continents and uh, everybody had to come all the ceos with plans how to work from home and to be very well prepared and to make sure that the employees and the distributors will not uh, take any risk in terms of their health and for them and for their families. Secondly, we were very much, uh, of course, concerned and focused on the business continuity. 
because uh, this situation, which was unexpected, nobody was really prepared for it. We had to adjust very, very quickly and to make sure that we focus on the customer and the customer needs and on the society as a whole. So um, um, it was very interesting to see that uh, uh, we had a lot of projects uh, focused on the customers uh, in terms of uh, making sure that, first of all, uh, they get their claims paid very quickly, uh, that uh, we can offer them extra services and support even for free, uh, like teleconsultation, telemedicine. In terms of um, distributors, because it's extremely important uh, in our business, we had to assure them uh, permanent contact with us as well as for the customers and to make sure that um, they do not suffer from this uh, physical absence of the employees for the offers and difficulty to meet face to face uh, the, the customers. For these reasons, we developed in all the countries extremely quickly all the necessary tools in order to to maintain and to even start where it was not the case the the permanent link and connection between uh, between all the stakeholders for the employees first of all as uh, we all know communication is extremely important even in normal times but even now during the crisis we have to to do it uh, more which means that we have to be very quick to be very transparent to be very open to do it more frequently to show more empathy uh, this is so important because uh, working from home uh, it was the uh, first time ever uh, at such a scale and people needed also to be uh, trained or to be explained what should be the best way to be more efficient and in the same time to maintain uh, uh, the balance between the work and, and the family. Uh, many are very young, they have families. It's not easy, especially for the women who we could see in our uh, surveys. For them, it's more difficult to make sure about uh, having everything at home and the kids uh, with homeworks, uh, also everybody working online. We put a lot of tools in place and uh, specific communication on this topic. On a regular basis, we had surveys, we call them pools, in order to see what is the mood and how people um, react to everything that happens around in the same time, empowering them, keeping them committed and engaged to do the job properly. From our surveys, it was a very big and beautiful uh, surprise for us that all the indicators which we followed, like uh, strategic vision, uh, employer and PS, uh, innovation, um, customer first, a simplification, agile work, uh, values of the company put in place and leaving the values, empowerment, commitment, had during this period of time an increasing trend with a very high participation rate to, to this question. So that's something which we are very proud of. And the leadership of, um, uh, of AXA and of our division of INM and the entity level, the CEOs, uh, put a lot of effort in order to achieve all this. In the same time, what we did, we also did a lot of social engagement and uh, connection. We helped them uh, with uh, different trainings and specific communication on the 
prevention, on how to keep safe, how uh, to uh, be resilient to stress. We offer um, support for the uh, mental health to support them during the stress stressing time with a lot of pressure on the business and also pressure from, from staying confined in the house for at home for uh, several months. Um, we had a lot of communication online, town halls. Managers had mini town halls with their teams, virtual coffees. We had, uh, um, for instance, uh, training online, both specifically for the technical aspects and also for other topics like uh, cooking, like uh, uh, learning foreign languages online. So all supported by by the peop by the company. In the same time, yes, we had also a very nice uh, thing for uh, uh, young parents how to deal with the kids during this time. So it was very highly appreciated and people enjoyed a lot. And that's why this explains also the good results, which we had increasing and increasing in all the past uh, surveys we did. So coming into the crisis, uh, you mentioned that the CIOs had to give you their plans. How prepared do you think you were? Because we heard a lot that people had their resilience plans and their recovery plans, but it was nothing on the scale we've seen. So so what's, what was your take on, on that from your perspective? Okay. So first of all, um, we, we had both top down and bottom up. And I was very pleased to see that at the entity level, the CEOs were very proactive and they designed their own plans. In the same time, the group and our division of international new markets uh, gave some guidelines how to do. We assessed the individual plans and as I'm, for instance, responsible for Europe, I had on a weekly basis meetings with the CEOs who report to me to make sure that we also exchange uh, best practices or concerns, because also from the concerns you can learn a lot. We um, assessed uh, together also with HR and with uh, um, spe special team which was designed on the risk and security for the people, how to help them best. And uh, also our boss uh, organized weekly meetings with all the CEOs in our division from more than 23 countries on uh, to, to come with experiences and also to give some uh, high level guidelines and to see where there are problems and how can we help and how can we give new ideas and to do these things. So I, um, I consider that the whole experience in this area revealed also um, a lot of commitment from the people and, and really caring for the people and caring for the business and caring for the clients and for the distributors. It was, uh, you know, like re-looking at the business in a different way which was forced somehow by the crisis and we had to adjust and to be proactive and to anticipate some of the next uh, um, things which were supposed to happen in uh, every market given the, the whole uh, crisis. Uh, and what we could see from the business perspective that um, many companies and uh, uh, could the ones who invested in digital and the ones who invested in end-to-end -end process to make it easy experience and good experience for the client did not have problems uh, to continue and even to grow the business even in those circumstances. 
and um, uh, that showed a lot how important digital was and how important you know the the crisis showed much more than we knew that it would show in terms of the preparedness of the entities for uh, for such uh, unexpected um, events like uh, like this crisis Okay, and so for tracking how people were and that that whole engagement, was that something that you already tracked or is this something new that you added? Yes, yes. We already tracked it on a regular basis at ANXA level and now we did it much more often and we added new dimensions to to measure given this crisis which had to do uh, uh, also with their mood. We had also specific mood pulse uh, surveys which they were just wanted, we wanted to track the level of stress, the level of resilience, the major concerns of the employees. And of course, you always have some questions with some rating from one to five or whatever. But in the same time, Verba team gave a lot of input, which um, opened our minds and uh, maybe some of them expected, some of them unexpected, which then we had to tackle uh, with uh, the management and then to see how we can give extra support even in different areas. For instance, uh, um, having uh, uh, some short online uh, training for uh, gymnastics, for, for uh, fitness with the people uh, online, yes. So we had an instructor or colleagues who showed their experience in uh, how to work out. Uh, we have uh, discovered also that we have uh, uh, colleagues who are doing different types of sports, which we were not all uh, aware about. And they shared some uh, exercises which uh, we could do to help us uh, release the stress and uh, accept the confinement or uh, engage the families uh, into these exercises. So um, what I, I mean is that we went beyond the only business communication and now it was much more the emphasis on the empathy part, on helping people to go through this time, on helping them with the families, giving more understanding of individual situations and drawing some conclusions which helped us to take some measures in the support uh, of, of the employees and their families. So I think it was a unique experience with uh, fantastic results and uh, which increased the engagement and loyalty of the people and also empowered the managers at the middle level to take a different look to their teams and to help them um, in, in other areas than strictly on the business side. So it was, uh, you know, like a, like a miracle which uh, which was uh, supported to come out of the of the crisis situation and the bonding between people and the relationship between people became stronger we have also for instance i have with my team and some other colleagues every week uh, virtual coffee so if it's evening we take a glass of wine if it's more afternoon we take a coffee and we uh, we enjoy just sharing how the day was, what the week was, how are we going to do, what we plan to do for the weekend, uh, sharing pictures and uh, uh, exchanging I don't know different uh, topics on the business uh, depending on, on the on the context. 
So I think that was one of the ones that we talked about last week. Within my team, our boss has made himself available every day from, uh, I think, four till five UK time. Um, yeah. And, and, and anyone in the team can just call in. And, and as actually has given us a level of access to him that was probably always there, but we kind of felt more enabled mm-hmm. or empowered to use it. Um, and you know, personally, I, I've used that two or three times now where I've I've joined. I've joined most times. Actually, I've turned out to be the only person there, but it was just like sticking your head around the office door, having a chat, um, mm-hmm. covering covering a bit of family things, covering a lot of, of work yeah. things and actually getting access or, or more even more connectivity mm-hmm. than you yeah. perhaps would have had prior to the crisis. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think there have been some unintended consequences, mm-hmm. if that's the right expression or some some unintended benefits yeah what might be one of the kind of or one or two of the the kind of like the the top things that have come out of this that you had no idea would have come out uh, when yeah. you started on it yeah the, the impact is huge and uh, uh, it just comes to my mind that we also organize some small uh, films with the employees by uh, playing guitar like uh, for instance doubling uh, uh, a song by Freddie Mercury and uh, everybody had to say if you to 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 sing and to play let's say uh, um, part of, of the song and uh, putting all together it was amazing and, and you know it's a very nice way of relaxing and involving people in in everything uh, we had uh, different films for other topics like uh, how we look to the future how uh, the resilience should work uh, what kind of uh, um, projects uh, and the, the results of the company, uh, which is extremely important because we were not uh, disconnected from the business at all. We have regular communication on the results of the company, on the main projects at the uh, entities level in, um, in INM, International New Markets Division. And also the president of the group has regular calls with everybody in the group. So we are talking about uh, more than 150,000 employees. So can they all can connect and, and listen to the town hall meeting. So these are just few examples in which you can see the, how, how uh, strong this communication is. Share about holidays, share about uh, what's going in the market. So you can choose different uh, topics. Uh, combining in a constructive manner and human manner the business objectives and results with uh, the life we go through which was not uh, the case uh, entirely before when uh, when it was more uh, focused on the customers and uh, business and results and so now it's a very very um, logical and beautiful i would say combination between the two and i i'm very proud that axa did it so well which it's expressed very clearly in the results of these surveys, which people appreciate a lot. It strikes me a lot of a lot of what you've talked about here has been achieved through thought and and making time or using time differently and not through huge transformation projects, telling people how to do things differently. It feels very human um, and, and very connected to people. It, it's um, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to say it's all in the execution, and I'm sorry. I apologise for the cliche, but it feels like walking the talk. You know, it, it really feels a um, a fabulous story. So, so Violetta, the the question, I guess, that 
that comes to mind for me and, and, it, and it's a consistent question that, that, that i think is playing out in all industry i think a lot of organizations have recognized that they from necessity they needed to operate different so business you know the business models changed some of the old barriers that that existed around getting things done have had to had to come down and they may and they may come back but they'll come back in a very different way particularly around regulated industries a lot of conversations that we have certainly i have recently with some of our clients is they're trying to now extract the goodness you know what goodness they've achieved from the past few months so that could be we've we've you know we've broken down barriers and we're, we're moving at pace we're getting decisions made quicker we are we're able to do things that we weren't able to do before because people recognize the value that you know, as you said those organizations that had committed to a digital path and had broken down some of those end-to-end -end business processes were able to respond quicker um from your personal perspective in in axel what are you hoping to take forward and and, and continue as a result of yeah. what you've seen okay so um first of all i think that uh, it's quite well known that axa is a very innovative company and um it's um ahead of in the industry it's it's uh, let's say uh, rule maker in in certain areas so um, in this respect, uh, we had already plans for innovation and we have uh, specific departments at the group level which deal with innovation and transformation, operational, business, partnerships and so on. And um, the crisis just accelerated uh, what has already been started, uh, had already been started at that moment. So what I, I can see that um, a lot of projects which uh, had to do with uh, the innovation and the digital transformation with cloud moving to cloud uh, with partnerships uh, have been uh, accelerated and that helped a lot and uh, more uh, investments uh, in uh, operations in transformations in IT uh, are on the way and they have been also accelerated as well. Um, we are very much into the uh, business plan to avoid any uh, any kind business continuity plans to avoid any kind of disruption given the, the crisis, given the volatility on the financial markets, the interest rate reduction in looking at the risk, so the definition of the risk and the appetite of the risk, because now this context also changes the risks overall, being closer to the customers and uh, supporting in prevention, in giving advices and consultation. Uh, we can see also more, uh, let's say, uh, increase of the demand for the health insurance and even uh, in this respect, uh, which is one of the strategic directions from AXA, um, it helps uh, a lot also to fo foster and uh, our, our business in these areas. And we come with innovative models in several countries, like we have right now in Egypt, uh, Colombia, Mexico, and uh, and others. And. Um, all the measures which are taken mainly on the innovation business partnerships resilience 
uh, are uh, which have been started before now show their value uh, during the crisis time and uh, and uh, the value for the customer uh, as well uh, distributors are happy because uh, uh, they see the the commitment of the group in in this area and uh, the support which we we give them on the digital transformation as well and it becomes it has already become the normality and definitely not all the entities are at the same level because we talk about countries from latin america africa eastern europe uh, we speak about asia gulf and so so the level of uh, maturity of the entities and of the markets are different but the direction is very clear for all of them uh, and the effort and already the results and the progress which is done in this area it's, it's just outstanding um, and um, these uh, new models of business especially on the on the health side are not only uh, innovative for AXA but also for the local markets where the entities operate um, I think that um, the way of doing the business uh, has already been changed and will uh, encounter new changes uh, digital will uh, create new operational flows more interaction with the customers in different points of the policy uh, validity uh, policy life uh, it's uh, um, need to adjust uh, and to shift our business and proactively to shift to the new expectations and behaviors of the customers which come together with technology and with the new context uh, economic and uh, social and health context as of now and um, we need to to address all of them at the same time and not one by one because the time is not waiting yeah so we, we have to do it uh, in parallel uh, and the changes in behavior is quite visible from the customers, both uh, individual mainly, but also corporate, and the behavior of the employees. And one thing which I think is very relevant, it's about the future and the business model with a work from home, uh, which allows more flexibility, the assessment and evaluation of the business that of the employees is done based on the results, processes and results rather of the presence which we could see that it works very well also from remote uh, coming back to the office uh, will be done gradually and with very strict rules and um, the new generation uh, of employees and of buyers will have and already started to see that they have a different expectations behaviors and that they are less patient than it used to be and the crisis forces this as well and from this point of view that's why we put a lot of emphasis on the recruitment of the young talents on the development personal development and development of the talents we have uh, specific programs in place which are very well appreciated uh, not only by uh, training itself but uh, uh, in theory or in a classroom or online but also uh, specific pro, uh, programs on coaching and mentoring the young managers and the young people and the young talents how to prepare them for the future what can they learn from the people who are older and more experienced in the business what are the benefits of uh, uh, learning on the job and how uh, 
how do we assess how do we give advice how how we can uh, continue to to help them in have uh, in opening their minds for this industry and opening their views uh, about uh, the social role of the insurance business and how we have to relate to the customers and to the markets and to the regulators and to the shareholders and to the teams as well so it's it's a complex uh, journey but uh, it's it's very beautiful i, I love it <laughs> <laughs> you know so as you were talking there i thought oh i might ask you about this and then i thought oh i might ask you and then and then you've you've uh, you've covered it absolutely uh, yeah. absolutely brilliant um yeah. uh, brian did you have any thoughts well yeah i i i think so the letter this echoes um, and matthew will attest to this we held a call, a podcast call last week uh, with Spencer Pitts, and he was talking very eloquently about what he's seeing on on the workforce side, not just in terms of providing a, a you know a digital workspace for a remote working community, but also what he's now seeing in terms of the conversation with clients around the changing nature of the way that people are starting to now consider contractual work, right? So most yeah. work was based upon the European, yeah. right? So the right, European yeah. law, you know, you can't yeah. work more than this amount of hours in a particular week, and it, it's moving away from that, you know, it will move away. I don't, it may not be, yeah. may, maybe yeah. beyond my, my work time, but I suspect it will be certainly of the next generation. Where, where I think people will be contracted in a very different way. Um, yes. And, and that leads me into that comment that you made around attracting talent, which is which is a challenge for every organisation. And I just think mm-hmm. it's got harder. I think it's got harder because we've created, or a set of circumstances have created a, a buyer's market, you know, an employee-led buy market. If it, I want to work like this, this is the way I can work. And if you don't support that, then I'll go and work mm-hmm. somewhere else or I'll choose yeah. a different company to go and work for. So to, without letting out any state secrets from, from an AXA point of view, um, mm-hmm. in, insurance historically has not been at the forefront of the curve in terms of you know driving. It is now, but yeah. driving innovation in the same way that perhaps banking was. So how is AXA now attracting talent into the organization mm-hmm. or looking to attract mm-hmm. you know younger talent as you said mm-hmm. in into the organization okay um so first of all uh, i think it's very important uh, uh, to for uh, for every entity to understand that the old uh, style of recruiting in a more uh, employers market has changed and uh, for the talents, I think we are very much going to the employees market, especially with the young generation uh, who are uh, not patient, uh, who want to promote very quickly. They are interested much more about the work-life balance rather than uh, salary. So uh, they are more, uh, let's say, uh, their vision on life is uh, it's uh, more different. They want freedom, they want project-based, they want uh, to deliver, but without being, uh, let's say, supervised or controlled on a daily basis. So we have to, to adjust to it. So we have, uh, in many countries, uh, trainees programs. Uh, and uh, this selection of trainees is done quite uh, strictly. We have some profiles and uh, the interviews are adjusted to, to this uh, style. 
And then, uh, of course, if they perform and we see their willingness, because I think that attitude and willingness to to do the job it's, it's more important than knowing the business in the business you can learn if you have values and you have the right attitude you can you can uh, help the individuals to to learn and, and to perform uh, once we have trainees and we have different uh, plans uh, in the few in the past there were more longer term plans for growth and for development now we have to adjust to have uh, let's say some uh, to cut somehow not the stages but to shorten the stages for each of the area because uh, of uh, the fact that uh, uh, young people want uh, and the trainees and the younger generation is more interested to to make to be meaningful in a shorter time uh, and uh, this is extremely important I would say that younger generation is wants to make a difference i had interviews with several uh, young people not only from ansa but also with uh, the my my sons and the friends of my sons and the colleagues from other countries they want to make an impact they want to see the impact they want to work with socially responsible and environmental responsible companies they want to see that they matter and that everything around matters and the, then the the companies show care show respect show um, interest in in them and i think this is extremely important um, in our programs so far at axa these things work uh, quite well i uh, we have uh, still a lot of applicants from uh, which uh, fit very much the profile of the future. And of course, AXA has to be responsive to this and every company in order to, to have uh, these uh, um, talents uh, attracted and retained. What is also what I could see myself, because I also am part of some coaching programs for young and mentoring for the young uh, talents, uh, they they want challenges and they want um, fast moves. Um, as in the past, we had uh, you know you stayed like four or five years in a job. It doesn't work anymore. If we don't know how to make them to be challenged in a job, they will not stay. So uh, it will be a different type also of interaction between the company and the young talents, a different way of looking to what they want, more communication, giving challenging jobs and support for them, uh, involving them in complex projects, in more comprehensive activities rather than they do not like routine and they want challenges and i think that's one of the core elements which we all have to consider for retaining talents and also for attracting but now we also have to take care of the retention of the talents yeah i, I, I mean I, I totally agree i think it's one thing to attract the talent into the organization but yeah. it, it it will vote with its feet if if it's if it's undersold in terms of what it gets when it's when it lands it will walk i think that's that we're going yeah. to see a lot more of that in terms of yeah. people trying to secure the right balance of mm -hmm. how they want to work mm -hmm. the right type of work and, and being continuously yeah. challenged the, the old problem yeah. of 
you know attracting then retaining the talent mm -hmm. uh, as, you, as you quite rightly said um matthew any any questions that spring to mind from your your side so exploring a little bit more on the challenges so, or the retaining and retraining i think you mentioned th about some of the programs that you've put in place at the moment to um, to give people new skills yeah um, as i mentioned before we have foreign languages because axa is a global company it's a french-based company with shareholders from all over the world our uh, working language is uh, English, but uh, when people move from an entity to another across the world, uh, definitely it's good for them to learn uh, the local language or another language. Um, so it's one is this, and it comes in the normal uh, onboarding for every employee. It's not only for a selected one, it's for every employee when they move and also for their families. We have uh, also presentations uh, um, on different uh, topics like risk management, like information security, like uh, um, financials, like uh, distributions, like marketing, with attendance from, uh, from uh, everybody who wants to attend. And definitely we have specific uh, trainings uh, which are organized by AXA Academy. So uh, within at the group level for the talents, for different levels of management or for the uh, in a leadership, in management, in lines of business, in financial entrepreneurship, risk management uh, as well. Uh, on the other hand, um, in our regular meetings, uh, at the town hall meetings, we invite uh, CEOs of different entities to present some of their best practices, which also deliver good results with the attendance of everybody. So we have it in two ways, both structured, focused on a certain segment of employees or individual employee, or we have also at the level of all the staff, from, for instance, as I said, in my division, in international and new markets, uh, who, whoever uh, uh, wants to attend or is interested in a certain topic. Uh, Similarly, we have uh, personal development plans for every employee, which are discussed, rediscussed, assessed, new plans at every annual uh, and biannual assessment of the performance. We always uh, end up with a development plan based on the intentions and the career uh, development path that uh, employees want. Some of them want to stay in their area. They are not uh, perhaps interested in managing teams, but they want to be experts in a certain area. Some others want to become managers and in the future, good leaders. So we also develop uh, um, plans for, uh, for this uh, in, in this way. And definitely, as I mentioned before, uh, we have uh, the coaching and mentoring programs we have uh, a program uh, which is uh, for a limited duration when, uh, when it was possible to travel, but now it's uh, more online. Um, the very talented and uh, with uh, high potentials <clears throat> to second uh, a leader from an entity, a CEO or, the, uh, or a head of a line of business, uh, in an entity in the group or in uh, international and new market division 
so there are different ways depending so all of them are very well taken care of structured planned um, and uh, are always subject to uh, improvement and one thing uh, which is very important we have a, um, online um, informations and uh, for instance we have one call which is called uh, leadership or INM talent, where we put different articles, different uh, um, outcomes of think tanks, um, articles from uh, reputable magazines or studies in uh, insurance industry or in leadership, how to deal with people in certain situations, uh, what are the trends of the industry, how should we react to certain uh, crisis or uh, situations which are uh, less common, how to engage the team, how to empower, how to give feedback, how to make assessment. So different elements uh, of this uh, management leadership and talent management, uh, which are very appreciated by the people. And uh, we have as well assessments and uh, of the utility, how good these are for, for uh, overall development of the of the employees at every level in the organization fabulous you have painted quite the picture of AXA it's <laughs> um it's, in, it's incredible yeah. the letter thank you very much for today um with all that you've seen and experienced over the you know in, in the industry at large uh, you know with your you know, your extreme depth of industry knowledge um and what's happened um of late um, and the next normal, the new normal, you know, whatever that, that terminology is, uh, you know, what are your hopes for the future um, for your team and AXA um, as we progress? Okay, just as a concluding uh, remark, uh, what we do now, it's in two sides. One, it's a continuation of, of what we did before, because AXA was always very proactive in, in terms of uh, um, looking at the, at the employees um what we do now it's uh, more often more empathy more focus uh, on the individual needs of the people uh, it's more uh, communication it's more uh, training it's more uh, um, more uh, interaction even if we cannot do any kind of social events uh, physically still the connection between people was permanent and very strong. We miss the social interaction, but we can't control it for the time being. And uh, I think that at the moment it will be possible. Uh, uh, it will be a, a fantastic uh, rebound, rebounding of, of, the, of the teams. Um, and I also could see that the level of the quality of the interaction uh, has been increasing and people are uh, more uh, empathic to each other is not only about the the management of the teams but it's also at every level between uh, between everyone and that's something which uh, the the crisis brought in this new model of business, which uh, for a while will continue. It will be a transition to a new normality. We do not know how it will look like. 
but uh, good preparation and good uh, background on which we started helped a lot also for uh, for all the entities to 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 continue very well and, and i'm very proud to say that uh, the results in terms of growth were even better than our budget even with this confinement and crisis time so the way we take care of people it's a way the employees and the distributors take care of their clients of their customers so that's uh, to me extremely important the way we treat people this is how they treat their customers and the fact that we continue to grow and we continue to deliver results shows that overall everything went very well outstanding thank you Valessa, thank you. That was um, that was amazing story uh, t from you today. B really built upon all the, th the good things we'd already heard uh, when when we met uh, when we met last time. So thank you. Wish you continued success in your role. Thank you very much. And if I can ever be of uh, any use to you, feel free to contact me. It was a pleasure for me as well. And uh, I wish you all the best with your customers, with your families, with your company and hope to hear from you soon. Thank you. All the best. Thank you. If we can help you in any way, please talk with your VMware account team. Alternatively, you can connect with us through LinkedIn, just search for Brian Hayes or Matthew O'Neill at VMware, or you can follow me on Twitter at Matthew Owen. And you can find our show notes at don'tbreakthebankpodcast.com. Thank you for listening. We hope you can join us again next time. Please do take care of yourself.